Welcome to episode four of Anime Territory. Uh, I'll be your host this week, Johnny Ruhal, and with me, as always, is the shabby dog himself, Benjamin Shabing. I like that one, shabby dog. Yeah. Well, we we've got so many Bens in our life that we have we had to come up with some sort of nickname. Did you ever watch that movie? I think so. That was Tim Allen. Was a dad turned into a dog? Yeah. It was the Shaggy Dog. Yeah. But you're the Shabby Dog. Yeah. Never mean, seen it. I think for the longest time you're in my phone as Shag Dog. But well, yeah, I went by Shag Dog a bunch, but never Shabby Dog. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just the Shabby Dog. But I had to, I had to do something. I don't know. Um, I got to give you a weird intro every time. Otherwise, what's the point of this whole podcast? Uh, watching the anime. I guess. That's like a secondary point. Oh, that's my main point. <laughs> my main point is talking with my best friend and having fun with him. He's not here right now. What are you talking about? You're right in front of me. Oh, you're talking about me. <laughs> yeah. I was going to about the other guy. That, to be fair, there is another guy who's a close contender, but you're right. He's not here. Um, so, on today's episode, <laughs> well, we watched the first three episodes of World End. What are you doing at the end of the world? Are you busy? Will you save us? Uh, we watched all of Rail Wars, and we'll go into detail about that. Uh, and then last week we started my top ten list. This week we're going to look at the Ben Top Ten uh, with your your number ten pick. Um, so let's just let's get right into World End here. Okay. Um, so you always pick the shows, or you give me a list of things to pick. Yeah, I gave you a couple on. options this it's, week. But. It's basically the opposite of how we normally pick the regular show, where I give you a list of stuff I've seen mm-hmm. or want to see, and you pick it. For the other, for this segment, you pull out a, a list of ridiculous stuff, <laughs> and I get to pick whichever one I think will be funnier, uh, or, or whichever one I've not seen before. Because <laughs> yeah. I've seen a lot of stuff. I feel like one of these days you're going to pick something I've seen, and I'm just not going to tell you. Um, so you want to give us like a, a breakdown of, of what the first three episodes, what you think this show is about after three episodes? So this show is a little weird. Uh, yeah. it's a fantasy world where yeah. everybody lives on like islands in the sky and there are no humans, no humans. They died. 500 years ago? 500 years ago from some beasts that they unleashed themselves. And then there's like a derogatory word they have for humans. Yeah, I, I kept seeing it, but it was like, it's like, it's like it's 10 letters long. I'm like, I'm trying know. to see if it was like a... Nimnet or something. Yeah. It, it was not an anagram of human. That was for sure. Yeah. <laughs> if that's what you were trying to find, it was yeah. not. Uh, yeah, but anyways, this world, you start out... And you actually meet this dude who looks like a human and a girl who looks like a human. And then they like navigate through this weird city to this one tower, I guess. And then that's, it's a weird opening. Yeah. It's not, they don't have an opening song in the first episode. Instead, it's like this montage where they, they play a Simon and Garfunkel song (laughs) or a cover of a Simon and Garfunkel Mm -hmm. song, Scarberry Fair. And it's like, all right, I guess. I guess that's that's what this is. I liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, that's I like a cool that song. song. That's a nice song. I like I that montage. It's just, yeah. it's like, what's going on here? I feel like I missed part of the montage because I'm like, I know this song. What is this song called? So <laughs> I was just Googling it. No, it's a very cute opening, but you're just yeah. like, okay, this is weird. Yeah. But 
whatever. It's like the one Simon Garfunkel song I've ever heard <laughs> or know that I've heard. Nothing against Simon Garfunkel. Well, they, it's just you ever heard a sound of silence? Maybe. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Okay, that's a, okay. yeah, that's Simon Garfunkel. See, that's how little I know about Simon Garfunkel. I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, you, you hear a bunch of songs on the radio, but do you know every single artist that does that? Like, do you know the song that does uh, "Money for Nothing"? Money for nothing. Yeah. Never heard of it. That's the song where they're like, you got to move those refrigerators. You got to move them color TVs. That's on the radio? Yeah. Never heard of it. <laughs> the Weird Al Yankovic has got a like a Beverly Hillbillies uh, cover of it. Where he, <laughs> it's, about, it's about the Beverly Hillbillies. Hmm. No. I'm, well, I used to... About. I used to deliver appliances, so when that would come on, they'd be like, that'd be our theme song. Like, yeah, we do have to move those refrigerators. <laughs> we do have to move those color TVs to people's houses. Uh, it's Dire, dire Straits. It's Dire Straits who does that. Uh, Never heard of them. Anyway, just one of those songs where it's like, okay, one of those artists where you're like, yeah, I've heard of them, obviously. Can I list their songs? No. Have I heard a bunch of their songs? Probably. Um, is it just it's before our time, but very prevalent, but not prevalent enough? Isn't prevalent? Prevalent, prevalent. I think you can say either one. Tomato, potato, both the same word. Yep. Both things I won't eat. Yeah. Okay. That's not true. I'll eat like fries and stuff. Mashed potatoes sometimes. Very those rare. are tomatoes. Have, those are tomatoes. <laughs> mashed tomatoes. I would like some mashed tomatoes. What? People you eat do that. Mean, it's called ketchup. <laughs> do you mean marinara sauce? I guess I do eat both of those things, but yeah. uh, not straight, obviously, because I am a weird freak person. Uh, it's it's weird how you're not weird for stuff. not eating ketchup straight up. That's not weird. Well, I don't eat ketchup at all, though. That's true. That's a little weird. <laughs> Again, weird freak. It's a it's a wonder I'm still alive at 26. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, back to the show. Yeah. Back uh, so we get that montage, and then basically the dude gets a job uh, for the military watching a weapons warehouse. Yep. So we do that, and then we get to the warehouse, and it's just like it's this nice mansion with a bunch of little girls in it. So we're just like, what's going on here? Yep, including... The uh, girl who we have in the opening montage is there as well. Who is, I, I should state, still still a young girl, but 15. And yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of them are like six or something. Yeah. Of various ages. Yeah, but he gets there. He's like, what's going on here? They do a little bit of whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then the obvious happens. It's that the girls in that where or that mansion are the weapons. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. That's like, like the it end took of... the it took the main character too long to figure that out. Yeah. It's like, how is that not obvious? Yeah. <laughs> but I guess, I guess that's just outside story's perspective. Of course, that's obvious because yeah. that's a trope. It's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, but anyways, then we kind of learn exactly what's going on. How they're weapons? They're basically weapons to fight the beasts that live on Earth. Like not in the sky. They have these magical yeah, weapons. The beasts can't fly. They but they can sometimes like erupt parts yeah. of themselves to shoot up to the. So that's why people live in the sky because mm-hmm. the beasts have conquered the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. yeah, they have to use magic swords and like a magic system that 
the magic is stronger the less you want to live. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you're not going to like it when you find out what these girls really are. Because they're, you know, this is a, we just send them off to die. And they're not yep. expected, they're expendable and not expected to live. So they have no expectation. Uh, which I want to, I, I really, I just want you to say your note straight up about what we, what else we learn about these girls. Because they look human in a world that has oh, no humans. You're talking about the big reveal? Yeah, the big reveal. The big reveal that uh, they're leprechauns? <laughs> yeah. I think, <laughs> I think Japan has been a little weird with the leprechaun. But that could have been like a, uh, what do you call that? Translation error? Yeah, translation error or something. But like, well, they said leprechauns. They straight, yeah. They, well, they say, they, at least that's what the subtitle says, is mm-hmm. leprechauns. But um, I took it more as they're, they also use the word fairies yeah. for them. So it's like, okay, well, leprechauns are a type of fey creature, so you could I don't know if it's just Japan being like leprechaun, fairy, maybe, tomato, potato. And maybe like they're using leprechauns as like the small fairies, so it's like they're not quite fairies yet because they're not trained in the weapons, so they might or, call them or leprechauns. Or like the le- they're called leprechauns just because that's they're short. Yeah, and looking for that pot of gold. They're young. <laughs> <laughs> maybe after me, lucky charms. Yeah, that, that's why they're leprechauns. They're looking for lucky charms, which. Interestingly enough, the swords we learn that they use that we learn are actually made out of talismans or charms for like, you know, their sword is just a bunch of talismans put together in the shape of a sword. And there's a scene where a guys like, hey, yeah, that talisman is so you can always find your way north. That that one is like to keep yeah, the rain one. away or something. Or well, what was? Oh uh, man, what was it? One was like you'll never have your. Tea will never be too hot. Oh, or your tea will never burn your tongue. That's, yeah, that's the first one he mentions. But it's like, yeah, but when you combine them, they do weird things. Like, you know, it's weird how all these little small things add up to be indestructible weapons mm-hmm. type of thing. Uh, so you know, those are their charms. <laughs> yeah. So moving on, then we get to learn that our main character is actually a human, who five hundred years ago was like the Avatar and just like frozen in time. Yeah, he was. He, like, defeated, defeated one of the beasts, and the beast was like, well, I'll wake up in a hundred years or something, and then you know, gets, you'll be cursed because of all the damage you did to me. And mm-hmm. so he was petrified. He was turned to stone. And then, you know... Covered they, in ice. Yeah, then covered in ice, or... Something. I don't know if that was part of the petrified, or... Yeah. But they found him in a frozen lake, or a frozen pond, mm-hmm. and then they, like, used their, their modern fantasy medicine to... To bring him back from petrification. So he's the last human that we know of. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some leprechauns that look like humans. Uh, the other caretaker, because he's a caretaker of those. The other yeah. caretaker is a big character. Is one of the people who found him. Or part of like the treasure mm-hmm. hunting group that found him. She's uh, technically a troll. Yeah, she's a troll. She keeps... Like, at, first you're like, at first you're like, you look... You know, so I don't, I don't know. She uses terms that are like, "Oh, she's she's getting intimate with him," but it's like, "Oh, no, no, no." She just she actually wants to eat him. Yeah, she literally wants to eat him up. It's not a figurative. I could just eat you up. She's yeah. She's like, "Can I? Can this I?" This isn't eat your you? grandma's eating you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, then stuff happens. You get to learn more about that main chick whose name was. Oh, I don't remember. I didn't. I didn't like, bother to write it down. It was, Kuth, Kuth, 
Cthulhu. <laughs> it was not Cthulhu, but you're close. It's, it, it started like that. It's like Cthulhu or something. I don't know. Cthulhu? Othello? It was like S-C-T... It, it, no, it was... Catholic, Catholic. Okay, C C H, yeah, Catholic. C H T H O L L Y, Catholic. Catholic. Is I think how they pronounce it. I was trying to listen because when you look at it, how it's spelled, I was like, I I'm not gonna be able to pronounce that. Yeah. But you gotta kind of listen to how they they mm-hmm. actually call her, and it's something like Catholic. So. And then the humans guy is Willem. Willem, yeah, that one's easy. Yeah, <laughs> that one's Englishized. <laughs> but yes, but Catholic is one of the main like warriors that they have and yeah so she's she's she older it's basically like set to die in five days because this attack that the beasts are going to be doing yeah they're like we know there's going to be a beast attack we can predict it that much uh-huh. we know it's going to be strong enough that the only way we'll be able to beat it is if one of us uses like the ultimate magic opening the fairy gate is what they mm-hmm. call it which will explode both the user and the, the thing that they're they're yeah. fighting there so she's like, I, I, and I was the one selected to do it. And she's like, I'm, you know, they're all resigned to their fate. They don't mm-hmm. care if they die type of thing. Uh, and the main guy's like, what? No, no that's, yeah, that's fucked up, yo. I'm like, I know, I know <laughs> I've been there before. Don't do that. Um, but, but there's like a little bit of, she's like, oh, you know, can you be a little bit nicer to me knowing that I'm going to die? Like, can you grant me requests? And he's like, can you kiss me? And he's like, no. No, <laughs> I will give you an erotic massage though. That was, that was to help with the effects of the poisoning from using the magic. Yeah, thing. that's all it was. I'm, I'm sure he used that line on a bunch of ladies. <laughs> she, she made some noises that it's like ah, I've gotten a massage before. I didn't make those noises. Yeah. basically, but how the last like episode three ends is she basically is like, no, you know what, you're right. I'm not gonna. Yeah, he's like, there's a better way to use these weapons yeah. you've been given. I know because I'm a human and I've used them before. Yeah. You know, try to try to think of a, another way. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think you can get better if you actually like train, or... train and, and utilize it instead of just relying on brute force mm-hmm. and all that. So there's a little bit of like, okay, well, she might. I mean, yeah, I have a feeling that she's going to. Considering we stopped at episode three, and they're going to battle the more, next episode, yeah, yeah, I, I have a feeling that she's not just going to die off there. But um, what do what do you think? Do you think you're going to watch this or? Uh, I am it? intrigued by it. I think I will. You're going to finish it, not you? Or are you going to cue it and watch it some other time? Uh, I'll probably watch it whenever you decide to watch it. Okay, it's yeah, one I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to watch it later tonight. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, just because it's we're getting kind of late. No, in the it's intriguing but... enough to keep, continue watching. I'm yeah. not going to drop it. Yeah. So I just might not watch it. I might. I'll probably say cue it. Okay. Well, I'm going to say. I mean, I'll cue it, but I'll probably watch yeah. it later this week or mm-hmm. something. But I will wait to watch it with you okay. instead of instead of what I did with when Supernatural Battles become commonplace. We, you might have seen like episode like eight or something. When it's a good episodes. And, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, it's intriguing. Uh, I think it's yeah, might it's be worth, worth checking out. It's yeah. newer, I think. It's I don't know, fairly new. It, it looked newer. I hadn't seen it around for a long time. I just picked the title. I don't look at it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's not new. It seemed new. Uh, but let's let's roll in. Let's talk about 
let's talk about our our main topic. Let's talk about rail wars. Talk so this about is rail wars. We're rail fans. I'm a rail fan after watching this. You don't know that commercial though. No, right? I don't. So there is a commercial. I don't know how many years ago. There's a commercial for like a train simulator game and they got Sean Bean to do the voiceover and he's just talking about like the beauty and glory of trains and how we're rail fans that that's the tagline Sean Bean going oh, like, we are rail fans <laughs> she gotta gotta look it up uh, it's I'll try to put a link in the description of the episode note note to self when I'm editing this later put in a link in the description to the episode all right got it Thanks. You're the best, John. All right. Uh, so, we let's introduce the characters, or the four main characters first. There's other characters that show up, but we'll kind of introduce them as they show mm-hmm. up. Um, so, we've got Naoto Takayama, who's our main character. How would you describe Naoto? He's a train nerd who's kind of bland, but, like... Uh, he does have some like leadership qualities though. Like he's nice. Yeah. He's always thinking of others, but he's he's just kind of bland. Yeah. He's a he's a typical yeah. anime protagonist, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um it's always kind of the weakest part of the, the girls are always the best part of some of the trash shows I watch. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, the main character? I don't know. <laughs> he's there. He's there so that he doesn't have too many distinctive personality traits, so I can think that he's me. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't get jealous of <laughs> the girls liking him. Um, but yeah, no, his, his one defining trait is that he, he, he knows a lot about trains. He's, the, he's basically the, the, the kid from the movie Mirai grown up. He just knows all the train types and loves trains. <laughs> this train is a fire type. <laughs> what? He's strong against water type trains. <laughs> Yeah, that's what we mean by train types. Then, <laughs> sorry, we this is an I... electric type train. <laughs> yes, yes, Ben. There are electric type trains. See, and fire type trains. If you think of coal, I guess I was making fun of you, but you were honest. Something. Boom. You know, some tracks have like ground wires, so they are ground type. Okay. I don't think that helps with the train, but <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, he's kind of boring. Yeah. Likes trains, but because he's boring and he likes trains, he doesn't have like he doesn't have too many character strengths or flaws. He's the perfect everyman. He can be the team leader mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, he's, he's temporary a, leader, but he's leader throughout the entire they, show. They keep saying acting leader. He's acting team leader. I think what that means after looking at it is the real <laughs> the real head of the the team that they're on, which we'll introduce later. Okay. She, He's more like deputy. Gotcha. He's he's the deputy in charge. So it's like I don't want to do my job. You do my job. Yeah, basically the real the real the real boss is like ah you'll just take orders. I'll give you assignments. It's like when Kirk leads the ship in Star Trek. It's like you're acting captain until I get back. Yeah. Just in this case, she just doesn't leave. It's like he's the he's kind of the point man too. He's okay when when here's your assignments you'll listen to what i tell you to do but you'll be in charge of making decisions when you're actually yeah. out in the field type of thing um so that's that's why they call him acting because it's more like he's second in command yeah, deputy. yeah but it is confusing like they keep saying acting like like it's in a transition phase <laughs> or like it can change it's like, nope nope <laughs> it doesn't change 
Uh, I mean, I guess it could change. It's just never been a reason yeah. to. Um, but let's move on to... Yeah, let's move on to our next character. I've got um, Aoi Sakurai is the next one we see because I think she's technically the next person we see. Maybe we see Haruka before, but... Um, I don't know. Yeah, they're, it's interchangeable. Yeah, They're both introduced pretty soon. So mm-hmm. how would you describe Sakurai? Uh, Sundere. Yes, very much so. Uh, there's She's the no-nonsense Sundere. Yes, she, she's got a very antagonistic view of men at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a let's let's solve it with violence type answer. <laughs> like she's she carries yeah, well, she's her, the one person who carries a gun on the security team. Her dad was a cop, so like her dad taught her how to be like a no nonsense like. Yeah, fight. I, I have a feeling that her family is a family of preppers. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if I go that far. I maybe. Ah. <laughs> you telling me she's never had an MRE? Is that what you're telling me? She's had means. an MRE before. You mean MRI? <laughs> no. <laughs> an MRE. It's like a. Well, I don't remember what the M stands for, but it's like a ready to eat. Oh. Made ready to eat or something like that. It's like Chef Boyardee. <laughs> no, like. <laughs> Army rations. No. I know um, you know what an MRE is. You're just being mean. Uh, <laughs> but I guess also, I would say our, our another one of our characters, let's just move on. We'll come back to Haruka. But another one of our characters, I would say, is probably from a prepper family. And that's uh, Sho Iwaizumi. He's, nah, he has like a really nice family. <laughs> he wears... His, his mom and dad are like librarians. <laughs> He wears a combat vest. <laughs> and their superiors are like, why are you wearing that? He's like, oh, it's, it's a hard, <laughs> it's a hard glove vest for, for combat. It's like, what? That, But why are you wearing it? It's like, he has a protective. first aid kit that it's like, oh, my dad said to always be prepared. And he's got some, yeah. lots of crazy stuff in his first aid Librarian kit. Librarian life ain't easy. <laughs> what if you get a paper cut in row 52? <laughs> You fixing can't. the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> I don't know how what if, what if work. Dewey throws, starts throwing his decimal What if the book you? has a knife? <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright. How would a book hold a knife? I don't know, by its spine? Do you, can you hold things by its spine? I mean, if you stick the knife in the spine, the it'll stay in the book. I guess. Like a hardback? You know, sometimes those, that spine kind of comes yeah, out. Yeah, kind of comes in out. There. That's, that's, all right, that's prison tips with Ben. That's where you keep your shit. Yeah, obviously. I've seen that I've seen that episode of Monk where he he gets uh he gives what's his name? The guy who plays Machete. Oh, Danny Trejo. Yeah, he gives Danny Trejo advice for how to better hide his shiv. <laughs> <laughs> to befriend him. <laughs> um Things this podcast could have been is a monk podcast. If you want to hear a monk podcast, let us know. Please let us know. I'll do it. Ben will do it. He... Do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> One person says yes. Then I said we could do a monk podcast once, and you passed on that idea. Two people say yes. <laughs> Sorry, three people, because I would say yes. Okay, so the third person says monk podcast. We'll do it. <laughs> Maybe not right away, but we'll do it eventually. Uh, what that means if we go episode by episode 
God, that would be long, but does, my does, season doesn't matter. Get, okay. get back to Rail Horse. Okay. Our last character. Oh, let's let's describe show a little bit. He, he's he's the muscle. Yeah, he's He doesn't show up till episode seven. He's the muscle. He does not he shows he's there the whole time. You just didn't know what his name was till episode seven. He's not existent until episode seven. Which to be fair, I didn't know what his name was until then even. It's just kind of like, are they going to say his name? I missed it the first couple of times. He's he's just, he's, he's just there. Yeah, he's really not important. I need more Iwazumi. He needs to have We'll, we'll talk about that later. But I, I described, let's get into this conversation because you don't know what I mean when I say he's a himbo. Yeah, I don't know what himbo means. Okay. Um, what if I gave you an example? Launchpad okay. McQuack is a himbo. Oh, he's like a big tough dude who's dumb. Yeah, he's a big, dumb, hot dude. Muscular, hot, tough dude. I mean, I'm not really into anamorphic ducks, but... Look, I'm just going off of the when I learned the term himbo, it's because somebody called Launchpad McQuack a himbo, <laughs> and I had to Google what it so meant. Hot, so, hot, dumb, muscular guy. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he necessarily has to be muscular, but he's just... He's that trope. He's the, the dumb, hot guy trope. Gotcha. Which tends to be also muscular when it yeah. comes to that, so... Gotcha. <laughs> Okay, now our last character, I think it's your favorite character. Is Am I right in saying that? Which one? Komi Haruka. Nope. No? Nope. Okay. All right. Is Iwazumi your favorite character? Uh, I mean, favorite male character, yes. Okay. We'll get to it. Oh, I bet I know who your favorite character is. We'll get to it when we talk about Best Girl, which yeah. will be in a while. <laughs> Wait, um, this is going. So she, Haruka, she's the kind one she's also really book smart and she can like speed read textbooks yeah, she's basically. the very smart one she knows english yeah uh and uh she knows how to work the caboose <laughs> we told I mean. you we told you this joke was coming off credits to, to demolition d all right got that out of the way definitely won't say it again mm, we might say it again yeah, well, who knows yeah she's we've, just... got, we've got a lot of podcasts <laughs> left yeah uh haruka is the smart one uh, she's the nice one. She's kind of quiet. She's a little, yeah, timid though. Uh, she's she's got the <laughs> she's she's the the prime. Uh, she's the example of gynaxing in this show, which uh, you please you explain. About this, you don't know what that is. No. So when a character is gynaxing, it's talking about the the anime uh, Gunbuster, mm-hmm. which was i don't know it was like 80s or 90s something like that and it was th- there's a scene in gunbuster that just revolutionized boob physics in anime where somebody <laughs> is jogging and then the it's like oh the jiggle was added okay this is this basically first so we have gynax gunbuster face. which is a, a classic gynax yeah. show so we so, have gynax to thank for that yes we have gynax to thank for, for the modern boob physics it's you know, it, it's like the Newton of boob physics. Gotcha. This is the three laws of boob physics. <laughs> Gynax's three laws of boob physics. Uh, we should watch Gunbuster sometime. I think I'll watch Diebuster. Diebusters, I like Diebuster more, but it ties into Gunbuster. Yeah. So it's, I watched one of them. I think, yeah. I think it was the sequel, though. Okay. Well, let's let's move on. Let's start talking about the actual show okay um and we're we're gonna we're gonna be a little bit more detailed than we were last episode but not 
We're not gonna really care about episode breaks. Yeah, we're... we might mention them when it makes sense to mention them. Mm-hmm. We might blur them a little bit as we, you know, we don't remember the exact order of things. But we start out. Um, basically, the premise of the show is the railways in Japan in this world were never privatized like they were in the real world. Mm-hmm. So to to have a job at a you know, on a train or near a train station or whatnot, you have to be a, a government worker, which they basically say you have to be in this Japanese security force, which is mm-hmm. basically their army. Yeah. Um, so to join that, you have to go to like a specialized high school where, you know, when you're older, I'm sure you study things, but you have a one month course of like, okay, here's, here's some practical like tests. And then there's some practical training on it where you'll be working and then you start in what they call it an OJT, which is on-job training, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, like, okay, you're going to have a minor role working, you know, on a train or in a train station somewhere. It can take take several different forms. Mm-hmm. Um, our main characters, um, the four of them kind of team up um, or they be, sort of become friends. Sakurai is a little distant to the boys, but um, Haruka is not, so they all kind of yeah. team up they have like an assignment they're the only group that passes this assignment to get a train up to 100 kilometers per hour um by using coal efficiently in the furnace and, and stuff like that um they have to get it to 100 kilometers so they can go back in time nope i don't think that's how that works i think it's so they can pass their class it's oh, not as exciting yeah but they they all because of their good teamwork and they're the only ones that or, I mean, we never really are told why, but they're put together again on their on-job training. Yeah, um, I think it was just coincidence or something. And their their first day, they they follow a purse snatcher onto a train, or like they he goes onto a different train, and then they take a faster train to head him yeah. off. It's like the, those math questions you always get. This train leaves the station okay. going this mile an hour. This train leaves the station going this mile an hour in the same direction. How long until the trains meet? And yeah. but they. Because our main character is a train otaku, they can figure it out. And they yep, can go. it's the yellow one. The yellow one goes faster. Yep. <laughs> so they, because it looks like a lightning bolt. Uh, but they, they, they beat the purse snatcher, even though they were told to not worry about it. Yeah. Um, like do not engage yeah. that type of stuff. But because of because of their heroics and whatnot, they get assigned to be a specialty security team, the K four security team. Mm-hmm. And we meet another main character who is an adult woman who is the leader of the security team. But then quickly makes our main character the acting leader, so she yeah. doesn't have to do as much work. Um, her name is Nana Ida. Ida. Um, so she she's like a. She's kind of, I don't know, emotionally mature. She can kind of tell when there's like, oh, this person kind of likes this person. I mean, she's she's an nice. adult. Yeah, she's she's a grown up. She's the grown up of the group. She really doesn't do too much. No. She like I'll occasionally give them assignments. Like, okay, you're gonna be going and doing this. I'll occasionally and... hit on Takuya. <laughs> That's it's like, come on, you're you're a woman. This is a this is a 16 year old boy at most, <laughs> maybe 17. Um, Anyways, yeah, but. She doesn't do much. Yeah. She's kind of just there to like, hey, this is what we're doing. Yep. This is our assignment. Go do it. It's kind of her role. They uh, they find a dog on a train. Um, that was somebody put a dog in a carrier bag and then put it in the roof tiles 
mm-hmm. on a train. The ceiling yeah. tiles on a yeah. train. And it's like, this is suspicious. Huh? <laughs> they bring it to Lost and Found. They try to like contact the owner. Um, or actually, the owner contacts the train station to verify where it's at. Yeah. Um, but then there's news that a bomb actually goes off in a coin locker. And then they're on high alert. They have to... Well, it explodes right in front of Takayama. It does? Yeah. I just remember it explodes. Yeah, it explodes right by him. But the... They're like, okay. And then they're told, you know, here's a... We, we want ransom. Otherwise, a second bomb is going to go yeah. off. Um, you know, we're not going to tell you where the bomb is. Turns out the bomb is in the dog bag. Yep. The dog's the bat. The dog's the bomb. Yep. The dog barking masks the, the sound of the the detonation Ticker. beeps or yeah. whatnot. Um, luckily, uh, Sakurai knows how to disarm a bomb. <laughs> yeah, obviously. I mean, <laughs> because of her prepper background. Um, but she gets to a point where she's like, "It's either this wire or this wire," and there's really no way of telling. She's just really into that game. Like, keep talking, and nobody explodes. <laughs> yeah, it's just because that gives you real bomb disarming yeah. skills. Uh, yeah, no Morse code. They they built in a bunch of uh, puzzles <laughs> into people's bombs. That's what happens. Um. But eventually there's a point where um, Takayama and, and Sakurai are both working on it. And she's like, I oops. need you to hold this. Yeah, she cuts the wrong wire so it like, speeds up. Yeah. She's like, oops. I need you to hold this. And he's like, okay. And then she gets out from under the bomb. And then she just starts running away. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, she's getting out of there. Yeah. Uh, turns That's what out I would she, do. Was, she was running to a restaurant that they went to before. Where they use bottles, uh, like canned air of, um, liquid not air, nitrogen. but liquid nitrogen to cool desserts, mm-hmm. flash cool desserts. So she used that to slow the timer um, so that they could then, you know, it wouldn't go off. I think there's one second left on the timer. Cause there I think there's like four seconds. It, w- it was very close. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it has to be. Yeah. You can't stop a bomb with two minutes left. It's not exciting. It might be a little bit more realistic, but it's not exciting. Um so, you know, she's like, okay, she didn't just leave him to die. But it was very funny when she just gets the hell out of there. Yeah. I like it when the bomber expects there to be, like, no cops when he, like, goes to the money drop-off. <laughs> it's like, of course it's, there's cops. It's like, what are, you, what are you doing? Why are you there? Have you not guess, seen a I movie? I guess he just thought that they wouldn't approach him because they would be worried about the bomb. Like him detonating the bomb, but they had the bomb already figured out. I guess. It's just it. like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, it's, look, the criminal mind does not always think that far ahead uh, or think that clearly. They stopped the bomb. Um, the next episode, mm-hmm. we are introduced to another new character, which this one I think is your favorite character. Yep. Okay. Her name is Sasso, Tasho, something like that. Sasso. Sasso. Um, she is a childhood friend of Takayama's, mm-hmm. or they went to the same high school together mm-hmm. before going yeah, to the They know each school. other. Yeah, they know each other. Uh, she is also a big train nerd. She records train sounds, and she can tell. Is which... she a train nerd or a sound nerd? I think it's both. I think she's a train sound nerd. Okay. She, she's a nerd about train sounds. Uh-huh. Um, so like they showcase like you know a train pulls up behind her and she's like oh yes it's that train and it's like yeah. you did it good yeah. good job so she's got very perceptive ears mm-hmm. 
which comes in handy later in the episode when a friend of hers who helps her record the train sounds is abducted abducted by it turns out to be drug dealers because she saw something shady going on yeah she like walked in on a drug deal yeah um but they they find her phone and there's a recording on there Mm -hmm. where they can hear a train in the background and you can faintly very faintly like i don't think i heard it uh you could hear waves uh lapping in the background there's also a monk episode where he does that where it's like that's that's like a i think it's like a ferris wheel or something you could hear a ferris wheel in the background so it's like that's where they're at no it was waves like somebody was kidnapped and they like tied him up and like underneath the pier oh it was like high tide so he could hear like the ferris wheel on top of the pier so they knew that they were underneath the pier Ah, okay. So yeah. this is the type of Again, content guys. this is the type of content you're missing when you don't listen to a monk podcast. Uh, so they they identify the wave sounds, and she's like, "Okay, the only station where you can hear this train no, approaching." Taka, I'm pretty sure Takayama figures it out. She's like, "The I hear these sounds. It's this train. It's like by the ocean." And Takayama's like. Okay, this train is only by the ocean at this stop. Yeah, so, so like, you'd only be able to hear the train and the waves at this location. At this location, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the only one close enough. I think it's because you could hear the train going backwards. So, yeah, it, it was something like it, it. It had to be at a station mm-hmm. because of the sound it was making. Whether or not it was like a specific whistle call for like hey we're approaching the station or if it was some noise it makes like you said when it's going back i don't remember the exact thing but it's like it had to be a station near Mm -hmm. the waves we could also hear the waves um so they find her there's a there's a cut right before like the action scene where they beat them up it's just like they beat up the drug dealers um the next episode is is the swimsuit episode we need we need at least one of those per anime yep uh well that's not true but a lot of animes will have at least one swimsuit episodes if we're lucky we get multiple uh in haruhi we get at least eight (laughs) we get more than that because there's also the deserted island so we get we get at least nine swimsuit episodes we only get one here yeah we only get one here for now Mm -hmm. season two please uh but they basically they have a job um, being security for a, an idol who's going to play a promotional show for the for the train service, which you mm-hmm. think is weird. I think it's weird. Okay, I don't think you quite understand idol culture very well. Okay, because they they will do shows promoting things a lot. They are they're basically run by corporations. Okay, idols are. They're not. It's not like a. To me, it'd be like if Ariana Grande did a special concert for Amtrak. It's like what? How did Amtrak afford this? What are they doing? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and she could be like a small town, like a small time pop star. Yeah. Well, and I brought up when we were talking about this while watching the show, <laughs> it, it reminds me of how the United States Postal Service was like in a lawsuit with the band the Postal <laughs> Service. And then they settled like out of court so long as the Postal Service did like a promotional show. <laughs> For the post office. You tell me they got sued by him. I think it was part of like a lawsuit. I don't... Interesting. But it was... Uh, that's near and dear to my heart because not only do I, I like the the band, the Postal Service, 
which is actually like a super group kind of. Uh, I also have family members who work for the post office for most of their lives, my mom mm-hmm. and my grandfather. So I just I just like news about the post office. <laughs> it's it's neat to me. I care about the post office more than the average person, I think. Um, but the it's going to be held on a beach. So uh, Ida they got to blend in. in. <laughs> they got to they got to blend in. So uh, Ida Ida comes to our rescue by making blend sure. in by wearing swimsuits and like tactical vests. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> I think it's I think it's not to blend in. It's specifically to stand out. So people are like, yeah. like oh, I don't want to try anything because mm-hmm. there's clearly security here. If it was just some dude on a suit, you'd be like, well, who the hell is that? But if it's a if it's a smoking hot girl in a tactical vest. They're like, oh shit, she means business. Uh, and I want to be that business. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be that business. But there's a the the pop star got a note from like a stalker or something saying that this show is gonna be her last. Yeah. Um so they're on high alert. Mm-hmm. They there's like a a scare that they have first to try to scare mm-hmm. her from doing the show where they replace the confetti in the practice show with flash paper, so it burns up real quick, real fast, but yep. it doesn't actually harm anything. Um, but they're on high alert. The The stalker is dressed as a staff member and does start to come out on stage, but they like play it off as it's part of the show. Also, I think he was staff. It wasn't that he was dressed up as staff. I thought it was he was part of the staff. Oh, okay. I, I'm not for sure. He had a hat that said yeah. staff. I'm like, it's a, good it's a pretty cool hat. Yeah. I like cool hats. <laughs> I could I could go for a hat that says staff. That'd be yeah. cool. Um, but Takayama recognizes it. Mm-hmm. Um, takes a knife, but luckily, like I think the he had like a book in his pocket. He yeah, had st- he had a stamp book. Yeah, was, in his pocket. Yeah, because he was like, I want to get my. I'm gonna visit this rail or this train station, so I need to get my my train station book stamped. So he had that in his pocket, and that stopped the knife partially. And he's all sad. He's like, my book is ruined. Um, but they play it off as like part of the show, um, which is pretty neat. Like, oh, yeah. there's a, there's somebody attacking. Now yeah. we need the trusty train security force. Let's send them off. Um, and of course, the girls are all worried about him because he was stabbed. And he was he was in pain, but I don't think he. No, I, didn't I don't get, think he took any real no. damage there. Um, but that's that's the swimsuit episode. The what happens in the next episode here? I have it written down, but it's it's kind of a bland episode. They they're chasing like an accomplice to the first bomber. Oh, and okay. they like follow him through like d- multiple train stops and like way out of town. Okay, yeah. I like this episode. I don't know. It's it's a very Sakurai heavy episode though. Yeah, so. see, that's that's why you like it. It's all Sakurai and no. Other so things. Takayama and Sakurai are chasing a suspect to be. Um, well, he was—he's a suspect to be related to the the first bomber that we mentioned, mm-hmm. um, and he apparently has bombs himself on him. He, yep, he blows up part of the track at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, Sakurai gets injured, so she has to use a basically they have to trigger the rockfall warning fence yeah. by Just shooting at it because there's a train coming. Yeah, because there's a train coming and the track is. Yeah. Just partially destroyed. They would derail it. Um, so like derail that, she has to use Takayama as an armrest to steady her aim and, and trigger it. Um, seconds before the train, <laughs> they like stop right by them. Yeah, it's like all right. So, just another... I don't know a lot about trains, but I don't think trains stop that quick. <laughs> they might have been trying to stop sooner. That's true. It was a curve. It was like coming around a curve or something too. So they might have been slowing down. Might have heard the bomb. 
<laughs> might have hurt the bomb. You're <laughs> maybe they maybe all they did was for not, and they just should have gotten off the train tracks. Um, but because of that, she goes and chases him into the mountains without Takayama. Then she gets kind of like she loses him, mm-hmm. and she's in like a tunnel, a railway tunnel. Takayama's like, I thought you might come here, and then they. Well, this, she like tripped the like security. Yeah, she stripped the security on. That's yeah. what it was. So like um, he knew he was she was down there, or she knew somebody was there. And he figured it was her. Yeah. Um, so then they go, and she's all like muddy and wet, so she's gotta wear some of his clothes while hers dry out. And yeah. S- spend the night together in a train station. <laughs> it's not a station. No, it's like it's a train a... stop. Yeah. It's, it's it's outdoors with the. It's like more like a bus stop. But yeah. For trains. Um, so yeah, great episode. <laughs> episode six. That's when they start. That's the uh, misunderstanding episode. What do you mean by the misunderstanding episode? The was it Takayama and Haruka think they're being chased. Oh, that's right. So the museum because episode. Of, because of their because of their actions in previous episodes, they're put under quote unquote house that's arrest, right. which nobody follows. No, nobody's the only ones who's probably at the house is Iwazumi. I don't even know if he was on house arrest. <laughs> no, he was not. He was not at his house because they see him at an eating contest. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> so yeah, nobody's following the house and again, arrest. That, I don't know if that was like a, another like mistranslation. I feel like it was supposed to be a you're confined to your house for like safety, not necessarily. Yeah, I think you're right. Like house arrest is. It's a, not. Hey, you're in trouble. You have to stay at home. It's. Hey, hey there's. You, you just you know, pissed off a bomber. Yeah. So you know, you're gonna be, yeah. you know, hiding away, but nobody follows that. Not yeah. even their boss. Yeah. Who goes uh, shopping with like her boss? Yeah. <laughs> which um, which we should talk about her boss a little bit. She was also a teacher at the yeah the first, right. when they had that first mm-hmm. month. Um, and there's just a scene I wanted to bring up, so this is why I'm going back to it okay. now. One of the first questions they ask in class is like, "What should you do when you like face a a groper on a yeah. train?" And Sakurai stands up and is like, believe you should shoot to kill. <laughs> and the lady is like, I share your sentiment, but we can't do that yet. Yet. <laughs> yet being the keyword. Um, sorry, let's go back. So they, Takayama receives a letter that's like, you could die at any day or something. Um, and he takes it as like, oh, is this a threat letter? calls Sakurai. She doesn't answer at first. Mm-hmm. Then he sees... Or he calls Haruka or he sees Haruka? I think he calls Haruka first. Okay. But then they... He's like, hey, I got this letter. What should you, What should we do? It's like, well, we should either investigate or try to hide or something. I think they're going to call Sakurai, but again, she didn't or answer. Or maybe they're going to go try to find her. But either way, Sakurai does like see that she missed a call. And as, as she's going to call him back sees that he's with Haruka and he's like, oh, so that's that's going on. He's cheating on me. I mean, (laughs) she still hasn't admitted anything uh, in typical fashion. But she's like, I guess I'll follow them. And then she has, I think she was getting, when she first sees them, she was like picking up an airsoft gun that she was having repaired or something. I don't know. Because she like, I think she just had it on her. Well, I thought she was coming out of an airsoft gun store or something. Either way, she accidentally fires an airsoft bullet that smashes like a vase next to them. And so he thinks assassins are after him. Yeah. They climb a fence. Haruka's skirt gets ripped by the fence. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So they they abandon that. And they fall into a like container or like a big old box of cat food. Yeah, a big box of cat food. And then there's just like stray cats following them around. And Harker's like, cat assassins. I've heard that animals can be trained to do stuff. I think they've trained these cats to be assassins. Yeah. So was, and Takayama's like, I get that makes sense. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're attacking. Sounds you legit. And ripping off your clothes. Um, but they. They run away. Eventually, they go to like a train museum that's closed, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Weird that this is unlocked." Yeah, they go and hide in there. Um, they're like hiding in like a. At one point, they hide in a closet, but there's, a, the reason that everything was unlocked is because people had broken in. Yeah, <laughs> they were stealing. They walked into a robbery. Stuff. Yeah, um, so sure enough, because of that, the some of the higher up security people, like the the boss lady we were just talking about, and Ida. And, and Ida show up. Sakurai is also there following them. And so they, they put an end to that threat. Uh, but they, they hid Haruka in a closet and she just comes out fully naked. It's like, what were you doing with her in that closet? <laughs> but this is also the episode where it's revealed that um, way long ago, Haruka said that she was joining the, you know, the, the train company uh-huh. so that she could follow somebody she respected into the, mm-hmm. the line of work. It turns out that was Takayama the whole time because he like found her. She was like stuck in a closet. She was stuck in a closet. He's stuck like... in a closet, and he found her and got her out. And he's like, I hope this doesn't ruin your love of trains. <laughs> when they were little kids, I don't even know if she was stuck. I think she just didn't open the door. Because <laughs> he just opens the door. Yeah. Well, it's it's a little weird. There's one point where she's like, do you remember what happened nine years, six months, and four days ago? <laughs> I don't know if that was the exact time, but she just it, it, rattles off specific. an exact specific date. He's like, what? No. No, I don't. I was remember. probably at the train museum because I'm there every day. <laughs> um, that's that's where that gets revealed. I don't know if that's revealed to Takayama at that point. It's revealed to us. I don't know if he I think he tells her or she tells him. Okay. I think you're right because I think that's why we're we know about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, the next episode is when they the first episode where they leave to go to a training camp. Right? And this is where I learned the name of Iwazumi. Yeah, he finally gets his name gets mentioned. Again. He gets mentioned after I think the first episode. They they had to say his name. We just weren't paying attention. He's not in it because we we started paying attention after we realized that we couldn't remember his name. So I'm sure <laughs> they true. said his name plenty of times. We just didn't register it until we were actually actively looking for it to register we were just sitting there like come on say his name say, say it. his name God say damn. it um but his name's iwazumi yeah name's yeah. iwazumi <laughs> so they go to this training camp um it's part security training but it's also part like they have a like a train a operation. train operating course there mm-hmm. And they think they're driving a real train, but they're actually just driving a very realistic simulation. Mm-hmm. Like, they go into a train, yeah. but it's just, like, vid screens instead mm-hmm. of windows. Um, and before that, though, the the group learns that Takayama doesn't want to be on the security force. He wants to be a train operator. Yeah. And they're like, what? I really thought, I thought, thought we, we were going to be... I thought we were all in this together. Yeah. And Sakurai really hits hard because she mm-hmm. thought, like, oh, he's a abandoning me type yeah. of thing um but they it hurts their teamwork because she's like pissed at them yeah. and won't listen to you know his, his whistles things. yeah so they're like we need to slow down and she's like why are we slowing down you're the reason we're going so slow to begin with and it's like because we're on a damn hill and 
<laughs> we need to break and this turn's coming up and he, he makes a risky call because she's not listening to him to try to apply the you know emergency brakes at yeah. his end and it causes a train derailment which is when we learn it's yeah. a simulation of like you failed you didn't everyone was doing didn't do their job everybody so. died uh, everybody's dead uh, but then because of that I think they're like take a day off like, yeah it's like don't don't come you're gonna like you're gonna you gotta work this you gotta train. work this team yeah. this team stuff out or else it's just gonna keep piling up so, like, a lot of people they're like there's no there's no chance of you passing the rest of the like the exam or whatever they had so it's like just don't come yeah just get this stuff worked out and then try again yeah because if you stay the way you are now, you're not gonna mm-hmm. you're not gonna get it because you, you got to work out these personal issues. Yeah. Um, so they have a day off. They're all gonna go like shopping and hang out. Um, but before they can, Ida calls um, Takayama and says, "Hey, I need you to go run an errand for me." He's yeah. like, "Okay," and he's like, "Hey, everyone, I'll tell Sakurai where you guys are going. You know, I'll, I'll tell him to meet up with you, and then I've got to run yeah. an errand." Um, you know, I'll see you guys later. So he goes to run an errand. It's at a chapel. Yep. Um, Sakurai doesn't know where the rest of the group is, so she goes to where he is. Yeah, I guess she was following him or something. Something like that. Um, and then Haruka also decides to go and see him there. And she's like, why are you guys together. hanging out together, hanging out yeah. without me in a chapel? I thought. Yeah. And then it kind of, it starts to come to a head and we actually get, this is where it draws the line. We don't really remember where the episode ends. It kind of picks yeah. up at the same place. It's kind of a cliffhanger, um, but it turns out that the the goal was to go pick up uh, the pop star Noah at at the chapel. Yeah, and then the Noah is kind of like, "Oh, why are you guys both here? I was hoping it would just be me and him." Yeah, and she's kind of got a thing for him now too. This is where I wrote, "This is a harem," <laughs> <laughs> which. <laughs> pretty obvious to me that this is going to be a harem as soon as Sasha well, you, I got the sense it's like oh it's going to be either Haruka or Sakurai which I guess is a harem but it's like the, it's it's more once you add triangle. more people I'm like okay now this is what I think of as a harem it's like three or four girls it's like okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I, I figured as soon as Sasha showed up I'm like oh well of course we're already introducing more girls that, <laughs> that are into it so um she doesn't give off the, like, I like you vibes, though, I don't think, as much. I think she gets a little bit more playful towards the end. She gets more playful. She doesn't give off as many vibes. Cause she doesn't really care for him. Um, she's too busy being a pop star yeah. in the fourth episode, and she's a constant... No, I'm talking about Sasso. Oh, Sasso. There's definite vibes. Uh, There's vibes. I don't remember when those so, vibes hit, though. So, I, we should bring this up, because I, I tried to find out more information about the show, um, like, what happens mm-hmm. after it. Um, but I couldn't really find great summaries online about yeah. what happens in the other light novels. Um, but this Noah and Sasha are characters that change a little bit in between, between the books and the, the show. Whereas neither of them are really all that into the main character. Okay. Uh, Sasha is actually sort of into Iwazumi and I don't think Noah really cares about anyone at all in the, in the books, <laughs> but they added it because that's what sells anime. You yeah. Know, of course they're into the main character. It'd be weird if a girl was not into him and into clearly better Iwazumi. Yeah, well, yeah, clearly better Iwazumi. <laughs> but um, while they're, like, arguing, uh, Haruka tries to be assertive at one point, but then Noah just shuts her down. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But they, it starts raining, so they can't really, they don't really want to go out because they don't have umbrellas. Yeah. Um, Iwazumi shows up with Sasha, Sasha Moore, yeah. I believe. Um, so, they're, like, they're all there together now, so it's kind of awkward to talk about it, mm-hmm. even though it was coming to a head. Yeah. Um, but then they get a call saying they need to go back to the train station to help out with things because there was a mudslide. Uh, which uh, they use the word yeah it's a uh it's not a mudslide it's an avalanche okay an avalanche is with snow bin i uh, know the subtitle is said I, I i know how to read and it said avalanche okay uh well <laughs> the subtitles are wrong now maybe they're the same word yeah. in in japanese but it's more it was a mudslide there's yeah. there's ground covering the track so that trains can't get mm-hmm. through um so they had to like get them like everyone has to evacuate and we're not gonna have trains running for a yeah. while um, somebody is like holding a briefcase and yelling at a customer service rep saying like, no, I need to get on a train. And they're like, all right, lady, look, there's nothing we can do. And then the trainer guy's like, well, let's just see why do you need to get on a train? Like, well, I've got a uh, heart that needs to go to a hospital for a heart transplant. That's going to go bad in two hours. Yeah. So I really need to get going cause it's going to be too long by car to go. And I think the like, some highways are like blocked up too. Yeah, the highways are blocked up too. So mm-hmm. they, they come up with a plan. It's part Takayama's plan. They're like, well, there's some old unused tracks. Yeah. That are it's kind of we don't know what track. state they're in. Yeah. That we can we can send this little like small pedal assisted. Yeah, it's almost like those old timey westerns where it's like you gotta pump it to like Yeah, um, but it's it's but got it's like a like bike pedal. It's got yeah. two bike pedals for people to power it and and there's like engines to help yeah. help it, but you're like charging the engine and mm-hmm. stuff by pedaling. Um, so like, okay, so Haruka like speed reads a giant the manual. manual. Yeah, um, that's her job. She's the technical expert. Yeah, uh, Takayama is the you know he's he again he's team leader. He's in charge of making the calls and everything. Um, Iwazumi is the powerhouse. Yeah, and then Sakurai is just kind of a I'm kind of the gopher, really. She just does everything else right yeah she's just kind of there yeah she helps um her and iwaizumi both kind of help like okay we're going when they start going downhill they don't need the they don't need iwaizumi pedaling because they're going downhill um but they kind of like lose their brakes i think so they lose part of their braking system and part of their braking system gets um like overheated and it needs to cool down by not being used um they (laughs) they need to they need to keep the train on the track because yeah. it, as it's taking curves, it's gonna like lean to one mm-hmm. side. So they're like they're like leaning out the side yeah. of it so that they can get it. At one point, the tunnel they're in is too narrow for them to lean out the side to adjust the weight. So he was <laughs> he just kick. kicks the wall to get them away <laughs> from it. He's like, let because they're like grinding on the wall. It's like let me. You just need to get this away from the wall, right? I think he so kicks he just, the like other side of the train, but yeah, he. I don't think he actually kicks the actual wall i thought he kicked the wall to like he kicked the wall he'd like impale himself or something he like it just does like a jump kick to get them off of that wall this these episodes is where iwazumi shines (laughs) yeah he's finally got stuff to do yeah he's finally a part of this guy is awesome he's kicking trains he's kicking ass (laughs) he's great i love iwazumi before this we're like come on say his name say that guy's (laughs) name who's not important and after this part we're like man He's the he's best. Great. Why isn't he the main character? <laughs> because he's too interesting. He's too hot. Yep. He now nah, he, he fits the trope better <laughs> yeah. of, of you know best supportive friend type thing. Um, 
they do make it down down the tracks and they they have to jump out of the cart because their braking system is still yeah. not turning back on so that that little like single thing crashes but they're able to get the heart out and oh. get it to somebody i have to bring it up this these these two episodes i think it's like eight and nine are both these episodes it has the strong unstoppable vibes unstoppably unstoppable being the train movie starring denzel washington and chris pine where they have to stop a runaway train from derailing yes you kept bringing that yes because that movie is great i I think i've seen parts of it it's one of those movies that if you want a train movie like a good action train movie watch unstoppable okay or taking a pelham one two three no unstoppable (laughs) never seen taking a pelham one two three i've seen that one that was another movie that Uh, so, what are some other train movies? Because you just started yeah. writing down train movies. Do so these are these are off? the train movies. If you want a train movie, these are some options. Some of these are better than others, and some of these I haven't seen, but these are other ones that I can remember that are strictly like based in a train. Yeah. Doesn't have trains in them. They're like on a train. Yeah. Or yeah. So there's Unstoppable. There are two Murder on the Orient Expresses. Yep. Haven't seen either. Uh, there are two Taken of Pelham One Two Threes. Yes. Um, I have Polar Express. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I probably wouldn't recommend that one, but it is a train movie. <laughs> it's a train movie. Some people like it. Um, there's Under Siege 2 Dark Territory, Steven Seagal movie, okay. where terrorists take over a train. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, there's Source Code. It's where it stars Jake Gyllenhaal. He like, body swaps into some dude and he has to stop an explosion, like a train bomb. Yeah. Um... And then there's a Liam Neeson movie called The Commuter. Don't know what it's about. I just know it's Liam Neeson on a train. Okay. And then there's Snowpiercer. Okay. Like sci-fi Chris Evans. As we were listing movies, I remembered a train movie that we weren't talking about before. Oh, yeah? The Darjeeling Limited. Oh, yeah. It's a Wes Anderson movie where Owen Wilson, Jason Schwartzman, and Adrian Brody are brothers. (laughs) Estranged brothers. Um, They're going to go try to find their mom and their dad's dead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for train movies, boom. watch the Darjeeling Limited <laughs> or Unstoppable. All right. Okay, I'll watch Unstoppable if you'll watch the Darjeeling Limited with me. Okay, deal. So we should move on okay. after after this episode. We get another two parter. Do you want to talk about the like dark joke I had about this episode? I mean, go ahead. I don't or, really remember what it was. <laughs> it was there's okay another tangent. There's a show that I watched like as a high schooler during the summers because I had nothing to do and I had an older sister called One Tree Hill. Okay. It's one of those uh, teen drama shows. And uh, in in that show, at one point, one of the main character dudes, like the old, like the dad, yeah, has a bad heart and he's getting a heart transplant. He's at the hospital like waiting to get the heart transplant. And the guy with his heart walks in like trips over something and the heart falls out of the cooler and this random dog who's there takes the heart and runs off with it so he doesn't get the heart i was really hoping they would do something like that in this episode could be really funny (laughs) obviously they don't but i wanted them to like get there be like yes and then like haruka just dropped the heart onto the train you just wanted haruka to fuck it up yeah somebody to fuck it up I thought it would be hilarious. Iwo Jumi is like, wait a minute. These weren't the snacks? This is the wrong briefcase. <laughs> this has got somebody's underwear in it. This is a liver. <laughs> yeah. No, that's terrible. It's absolutely <laughs> That would be really terrible. funny, though. One, One Tree Hill. I'm glad I never watched it because that's fucked up, yo. 
That's oh, he was a bad guy. Don't worry. Oh, okay. So it was. Uh, spoiler alert for the dog's uh, a hero. A little bit. Uh, spoiler alert for One Tree Hill. Uh, the guy who lost the heart uh, killed his brother. Okay. So yeah, didn't really care. So that... It's like ha, suck it. That's what you get. That's what you get. Okay. So can we move on to yeah. the next? <laughs> go watch Unstoppable. <laughs> go ahead. Ben, I'm not gonna go watch Unstoppable right now. We're we're so close pa- to being pause it. talking pause about it. Pause it. We'll watch Unstoppable. No. We'll come back. <laughs> we don't have time. Okay, so after this episode, we don't really see with like, all right, they made it, and that's kind of like people are like cheering them, like you did it. Uh, no, but we don't really see like, like no. do they make it to the hospital in time? We don't. We yeah. We, we, their part is done in the story. Mm-hmm. They got the heart down the train tracks. Somebody so. needs them there. Yeah, somebody's there to pick it up and take it to the hospital yeah. from that stop. So, um, we assume that everything worked out fine. That's the episode where they like get saluted, though, right? Yeah. It's like, what are those guys doing? Why are you all saluting? Don't you have Don't you have work to do? Isn't there like a mudslide? They gotta like <laughs> clean up. Cleaning up. Everyone's on a union mandated break. <laughs> That's what's going on. I thought that was funny though. It's like, just they pass this train station. There's like 50 people saluting them. It's like, don't you have a job to do? Isn't there a mudslide we gotta fix? <laughs> Okay, so then, so that that episode kind of ends because yeah. obviously, like, okay, it, it doesn't pick up right where it left off in the next episode because mm-hmm. they basically they have another job. They're escorting a prince, a foreign prince visiting Japan, mm-hmm. um, who actually went to school with Haruka. Yeah, because uh, there's a whole thing where Haruka, she studied abroad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, she studied abroad. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, the joke. The joke. <laughs> My dad made when I was looking at going to colleges, and I was like, I didn't want to study abroad. I'm like, why do they keep saying they're trying to push the studying studying abroad thing? And my dad just goes, Yeah, we're paying you to study math, not broads. But he's like, it gets brought up. The prince is like, Oh yeah, my my old friend Haruka, and she's like, Don't get the wrong idea. We're just friends. I swear. Please, I need you to believe me. <laughs> I do not have feelings for this prince. Um, and then Sakurai is like her whole like I don't I don't care I don't care for that whole prince thing. Cinderella yeah. is a gold digger. <laughs> she doesn't even like Happily show up after at the first part. Our man. Yeah, she doesn't even like show up the first part. She like comes she's later. Like, yeah, well she's chasing down a, a perp or a suspect yeah. or something, and she misses getting into the train. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other perps and suspects. Yeah, but train. basically they're just here to like escort a prince. He's on yeah. like a train ride because he he likes he likes trains too. Yeah, he's he's a big train nerd. Yeah, um, and I guess he's got to go somewhere, so like we'll go by train. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's fifth in line. Fifth in line for the throne. <laughs> they do that whole like trope where it's like, oh, I'm fifth in line. I'm not, I'm not important unless four people in front of me die. Cut to the news. Four people are dead. No, it's yeah. missing. Yeah. Missing after no, a traffic accident. There was a traffic accident, and their like status are unknown, so they yeah. don't know if they're dead or not. Yeah, but so, it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> we're gonna do important. that. Uh, but there's people on the train there to try to kidnap them. Mm-hmm. Um, they kick some of their butts. Uh, Sakurai shows up in a clutch moment to kick some butts. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they, um, they, they're like Haruka is in the train car that the prince is supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the prince is taking like a shower in the car that he shares with uh, Takayama, uh-huh. which is when we learn that the prince is actually 
princess. Yes. That was very few people outside of the royal family know. Haruka didn't even know. Yeah, Haruka didn't know. But, um, you know, it's like, okay. They never really bring it up either after that. Yeah, it's not really all that important. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, okay, yeah, she's a princess instead of a prince. It's, it, it, they it, do that so there can be another girl out there. Yeah. But she doesn't show up after it. Well, I have a feeling that there's there's more material. I guess it is a light novel, so. Yeah, so there's there's stuff that's not mm-hmm. covered in the anime that may or may not go on further. But they um, they kidnap Haruka. That's like yep. an end of an episode or maybe mm-hmm. the beginning of the next episode. They realize that they get a phone call and they're like, if you don't give us the prince, you know, we've got her as collateral collateral basically you don't want anything to happen to her type of thing she's in a suitcase yeah have her in a big suitcase which is like all right it's a big suitcase (laughs) it's a big suitcase and we can fit haruka's caboose that's for sure (laughs) she knows how to work it so eventually they're like okay well let's disguise takiyama as the prince because he kind of looks like him even though he has different hair color yeah um but they're like they're baking that they don't know what the prince looks like yeah um or that they can't tell at a yeah. distance quite what he looks like. So so they dress him up as the prince, and then eventually they they round them all up, but they sabotage the controls on the train so they can't they can't break the train. Mm-hmm. Um, so they basically they uncouple the train from the engine mm-hmm. so that the passengers can can eventually yeah. slow down due to friction. Um but Sakurai and Takayama stay on the engine, basically an accident, because Sakurai refuses to jump. Well, she uh, got hurt. Yeah, she got injured, basically, yeah. is why. She, but she, she, she was hiding it. Yeah. Um, but then they they get saved when, like, a bigger, not a bigger, but, like, a more yeah. powerful engine passes them, then gets on the same track as them, and basically, like, hooks yeah. up with them and you're going back to unstoppable no right? i won't i promise <laughs> something similar happens in unstoppable where they try something yeah. similar and unstoppable um but that, like basically that's how they yeah. say and then you have this you have the scene of takiyama like princess carrying uh sakurai because she can't she yeah. can't walk with the injury to her leg uh while he's wearing the prince get up so it's perfect it's great i love it um, but that's that's really the last episode that matters. Yeah, last episode is what is it? Ida, I, Ida and, and Takayama are on... they're returning from like a work trip together, yeah. and they get to take this like old this like old style like weird dog train. train. Yeah, yeah, it's just called the dog train because <laughs> the front of it looks weird, um, and there's just a bunch of like like the air conditioning is not working, and there's a weird rattling sound. It's just Takayama fixing everything. <laughs> Takayama going up to the engine being like, hey, the the conduct, not the conductor, the engineer being like, hey, uh, this is my last day on the job. Don't ruin this for me, kid. <laughs> it's like, there's this weird thing. It's like, uh, fine, you can look into it. Getting too old for this. <laughs> the conductor helps them and they're like, okay, well now we need to, it's just like one thing leads yeah. to another and then it's like, that, that's really all that. Yeah. That happens. It cuts to Haruka and Sakurai being like, why did we both show up to work early today? Is it so that we can greet Takayama? And they just kind of a little bit of a, you know, them them kind of realizing the competition mm-hmm. type thing. Um, 
But that's that's really the last episode. That's, that's it. Just ends with like everybody at Takayama's house or like a party. Oh yeah, that's right. They all go party. <laughs> Welcome back, party. He's like, yeah. why are you guys all in my house? Why are you guys at my house? Well, it had to happen somewhere. I guess. But what did you? What are your thoughts on Rail Wars? What uh, I enjoyed Rail Wars. Yeah, I had a lot more fun with it yeah. than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's entertaining. Um, it's not going to be like your like top. It's like. Yeah, it's not a top show, that's for no. sure. But it's a show I'm ready to It's just a fun a show. If you're looking for something fun to watch. Yeah. If you like trains. <laughs> lots, lots and lots, lots of, of trains. trains. Um, I think I give it a 7 on my anime list. That's... Uh, yeah, 7.5 for me. Okay. 7, 7.5. Seven I didn't I didn't want to... I mean, you can only give whole numbers, I guess but... Um, I don't know if I... I wouldn't give it an 8. Uh, I don't think eight's, I'd give it an 8. too good. Yeah. I wouldn't give it an 8. But it was a solid seven. Yeah. I thought about even giving it a six. I'm like, no, I have fun. No, let's be generous. Yeah, okay. no, it's a fun show. I'd recommend it. I have a feeling I'm I'm too generous sometimes. Yeah. I only have like a few shows that I've ever rated like less than five. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a five. It's okay. Mm. Um, but I like I feel like I know that that's what everybody does. They try to rate things mm-hmm. okay as higher because they think you know four is bad. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it is. <laughs> But it's not, you know, it's not as bad as people think it is. Um, but let's let's go into a segment that may or may not come back up in other shows. What are I like to call this shows we thought this would be? <laughs> what did you think this okay. show was going to be about? Joke answer was like a Thomas the Tank Engine war, where it's like warring engines are fighting each other. That, that's like, that's your for ideal like railway if that, supremacy. If it was that, you'd be laughing your ass off. Yeah, <laughs> at least for the first couple of episodes until it got old. <laughs> But, like, in honesty, I feel like it would have been more of kind of, like, there's two, like, rival schools slash, like, um, I guess, like, security teams where it's, like, they're both. Or, like, train companies yeah. that are trying to get, like. The upper hand or, like, they're trying to outdo each other. It's, like, this is our. They're competing for business. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, I, for years, I thought Rail Wars was just going to be kind of what it kind of what we got but maybe a little less action and more just like day-to-day train operating i thought i I didn't know they'd be a security team okay i thought they would be like working on a train actually and like maybe they'd run into things and maybe there'd be some some maybe a little bit more like comedy yeah it's like oh this is the shenanigans we're in there's a monkey on the loose on the train not there's a bomb threat (laughs) yeah I knew there'd be like a little bit of service from that demo yeah. video we keep referencing, where it's like, okay, well, there's a there's a butt shot, but there's a lot of butt shots. Let's be honest. Yeah, we're watching the show. I think our words were, oh, it's one of those shows. <laughs> it's, it's a little etchy. It's not as much as I thought it was going to be. No, it's uh, fairly tame. It's fairly tame. It's a few. A lot of nudity, like, but you don't see anything. Yeah. Like there, there are nudity shows where you see things. Yeah. Um, that's this is not one of them, but and I feel like it wasn't completely forced. It's like okay, they're talking in like a shower room. That's kind of that's or a changing room. Yeah. They have to change into the uniforms. Like, I mean, obviously you could have had that scene outside of the changing yeah, room. Yeah, but, but it makes sense. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's it's tasteful for the most part. Yeah, there's only one like shots. there's like one untasteful shot. But that's about it for me. Um, but maybe maybe we're just degenerate enough that it just seems tasteful to us. Yeah, <laughs> Anyone normal wouldn't. Um, I but then I I did like just a slight reading up on it before for going 
and I, I kind of stop myself because I'm like, whoa, this might get weird. Mm-hmm. Where like I learned like, oh wait a minute, like I saw that there was like a bomb, and then I thought, wait a minute, is this is there going to be more war? Mm-hmm. Is there going to be a war going on? And they're like the like the train supply company during like a battle. Yeah, or that's what I thought. I thought it'd be like two like different factions like just trying to like outdo each other. It's like. Well, I didn't not think... like maybe not like an actual war war, but it's like yeah. I was oh. thinking they would be like the we got to get these supplies to Lincoln's troops. Yeah, it's you like know? or we're competing for this contract and we have to get their supplies See, there you, first you, before this rival school. I you, mean, train station gets. You there. keep saying you're agreeing with me, I and mean, then going in a completely different direction. Oh, sorry. And my thought: there's still only one train company. They're no, just... there's got to be two. It's a war. <laughs> You can't fight yourself. It's just that they're involved in a war and oh. they're on a supply chain. Like they're okay. You know, there's like an invading forces or, or something in there. Like, okay, we gotta get these. We gotta get these rations to the troops, I and then you. you you might run into enemy insurgents or something. <sighs> Jesus. Like, <laughs> but but no, that's not what happens. No, it's more action than I what I originally yeah. thought. Less action than when I got that brief glimpse of that's one episode. Kind of like. That they did that, I like that. That there was more action yeah. than I mean, we it's were just, expecting. I, I that that helps sell. I think it mm-hmm. it it helps. You don't have to do all. It's it's hard to do. Romant. I mean, I I tried to write things before, and I well, first of all, I can't write. Yeah. Second of all, I even worse, I cannot write something. <laughs> no matter how much I love it, it's like this is gonna be tropey garbage if I try to write yeah. something. Um, so it's like, okay, if you can throw that in there, that's added drama. You can get people in tense situations. Mm-hmm. You can kind of like make them bond better because they're in tense situations. So it, it makes sense that they threw that in there mm-hmm. and it keeps it interesting. And it's not just, it's not just, oops, I fell on your boobs a third time. Like, like okay, how many times are you going to do that to how many girls? Yeah. I've seen a lot of these types of shows. <laughs> I know how this goes. And then you're, the best girl is not going to get enough screen time because you're going to introduce the 12th girl. And. Yeah. All right, I've seen, I've seen Tenchi Muyo. I know how these shows go. I've not seen that. It's a it's a pretty it's pretty quintessential harem. Okay, and it's got a lot of spinoffs. Okay. that don't have the main character in them. Some of them have a main character. Some of them will have him in like one episode. Like I think I watched all of Tenchi Muyo GXP, which is. Okay, but now there's space cops, and it's a different character. Uh, that sounds awesome. Space cops? <laughs> but they, they're like, okay. There's just an episode, like episode like 17, where the main character of Tenchi Muyo GXP meets the main character of Tenchi Muyo. <laughs> and they're just like, oh man, you've got a harem of girls too? Crazy life we lead. <laughs> it's just like, hey. Kindred souls. Kindred souls. Um. But that's uh, I mean, it wasn't. I'm glad it wasn't that. Yeah. Basically, um, it pretty fairly everything was kept fairly serious. There's a few tropes like oh, I I fell on you, and now you know we're in this weird situation where I'm on top of you, or you're on top of me. Somehow. That happens in like every show, though. Not every show, but yeah, just no, about it's, every it's, show. It's very common. Yeah. So it's just something you get. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. Like, ah, yes, this is happening. I don't even register it anymore. It's like, well, yeah, they they just met. (laughs) Obviously, either he's going to be on top of her or there's a a panty shot or something that he sees. Like, that's that's how how this works. (laughs) 
How else are they supposed to be embarrassed and then eventually fall for him if he ha- if he doesn't accidentally sexually harass them? So should we should we move on from from Rail Wars and yeah. get into get into the Ben top ten? No, we got to do. Oh yes, we need to discuss best girl. Yes. So uh, this will be our first disagreement, I think. I think so. Uh, so I guess we'll put a a poll up a couple of days after the episode. Maybe. And then you know nobody will vote on it. <laughs> yep. Uh, so let us know if you think Sakurai is the best girl, like me. Okay. Or Ben, you want to promote your girl? Uh, uh my best girl is Sasso. Okay. I liked her. She's, She's my fun. type. I like short hair, bunch of maid costumes. Okay. She's playful, but she's not, like, mean. Okay, you have to realize that Sakurai also has short hair. Yeah, but, yeah, it's different, though. Mm, not to me. Uh, Say, what is it? I agree with you in terms of the show, Sakurai's best girl. But if you're asking me who best girl is, it's Sasso. Sasso's my favorite. Yeah, well, yeah, no, like, <laughs> the where the show wants you to go and who best girl yeah. is are two very different questions. Okay. Who wins in the end and who best girl is are two very different questions. Okay. Um, best girl for me is Sasso. Okay. Best girl for me is Sakurai. Yeah. Um, I just I just like Sunaris, man. I, yeah. I have a... No, no, I understand. It's... Trust me. I understand. <laughs> it's it's just, this This case, I don't know. Sasso just got to me. Okay. So now we should move into our subcategory here. Uh, we do agree on best boy, though, is Iwaizumi. Yeah. Iwaizumi needed his own show. He's great. What is it? I joked. Iwazumi is constantly getting head on when he's not on screen. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's just doing the mundane, like, security thing where it's, like, making sure everybody's fine. And, like, just, there's, like, older ladies just hitting on him. Like, excuse me, big old strong man. Could you show me where the gift shop is? He's oh, like, you have to get closer. My eyesight is bad. Getting real close and point it to me. Or, you know. <laughs> what? Well, it's just an excuse to get him closer to him so they can, like, cop a feel on his butt like, or something. oops, I dropped my purse. Could you pick that up for me? Yeah. No, that's that's definitely happening. Yes. And he and he is none the wiser, too. I mean, he's doing, like, one-arm push-ups just in the break room. <laughs> so, yeah, he, just, he just wants to know where his next meal is coming from. Yeah. No, he he's a total, I guess, babe. <laughs> he's a himbo. Yeah. We talked about this. He has no idea that, it, that this is happening. And we don't see it on screen, but this is happening. It's, it's happening. <laughs> this is going on. So, best boy is Iwazumi. Yes. Best girl, we'll put up a poll that nobody will vote on. Yes. Or maybe somebody will. Huh? Who knows? Who knows? We got a follower that doesn't know us on Twitter now. Yeah. They're, they're still from our area because they saw a flyer I put up. But, but hey, that's something, man. Yeah. That's one more than we had before. <laughs> um. So then, of course, we now need to move on after we talk about Best Girl. Um, and we can talk about Dib Count a little bit. Okay. There's not a whole lot of dibs, but... I mean, there's plenty. You just didn't get a whole lot of dibs. You yeah, have Sasso. You have I got Sasso, Sasso and Kataka, uh, and Iwazumi. <laughs> Iwazumi, you're right. You do have... That. I have Iwazumi. You keep forgetting I have Iwazumi. Yeah. That, that counts for a lot, but I've got... You're underrating that dibs. <laughs> I've got every other girl. I don't know if any of us did the main character, because why? Why no, bother? No. It's going to hurt me. <laughs> going to hurt when you desert me. Weezer reference there. Uh, I Fight Dragons reference there. <laughs> Maybe for you. <laughs> like, we love both bands, but 
that that is a Weezer song then that I Fight Dragons covered. Yeah. Weezer did not cover an I Fight Dragons song yet. <laughs> Maybe one day. They have, uh, Rivers did help, uh, I Fight Dragons write a song that never made it onto an album. You told me this. Yeah. So, you know, I think he wrote like two or three of them, co wrote two or three of them with. With the lead singer of Five Fight Dragons. Mm -hmm. This has been your iFi Dragons trivia hour. <laughs> um, I post a link to these episodes on the on the Discord for them. So, you know, hey, I see you guys. Boom. Thanks for listening. If you are. If you're not, I get it. I get it. I get it. I want to trust people I don't. I don't listen to know. this podcast. I do. I have to edit it. <laughs> so I have to find where all the audio drops are. Which I haven't noticed any. I've been watching the screen pretty off and on here i actually have it in front of me instead of off to the side so mm -hmm. i think we'll be good we're using my laptop instead of yours this time now that mine's finally fixed so hopefully it works uh, i say that and i'm going to be kicking myself editing this editing this this weekend but you know we're, we're getting better at this hopefully yeah so you have sakurai ida sakurai ida ida's boss the uh, the teacher yeah. whose name was something hitomi or hitami Go no. Yeah. Um, she's great. <laughs> she's like, she's got the, she's got the big step on me vibes where you're like, ah, yes, please. The old step on me vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to be crushed between your thighs. Yes. <laughs> please asphyxiate me with your thighs. <laughs> I do not care if I die for I've experienced that. Nirvana. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's move into All Aboard. So what are your favorite what are your favorite ships this week? Okay, so I'm gonna go my wild card one, it would be what was her name? Gono. Okay. Gono and Ida. Those two are totally an item. Okay. That's pretty... I, I'd ship that. Yeah, that's good. They're they're like friends and Yeah. Not exactly one of them's not exactly her boss. It's like she they're both heads of different security yeah. teams. It's just that Gono's is more high profile yeah. because it's made of adults and yeah. not high school yeah. kids on no. job training. Th those two got something going on. There's something there. Yeah. There's something there. I I'd ship it. Yeah. I mean my my ship is clearly I'm gonna I like Takayama and Sakurai as a ship. Just gonna okay. try and throw that out there. They they get the most yeah, basic. time. <laughs> They get that. That's fine. I'm fine with being basic if it means it means Sakurai gets to be happy. That's, okay. that's, that's I just want her to be happy. Okay. I want her to admit to her feelings and be happy. Um, I think when I was trying to find the what what happens in later things just to see like how things kind of play out because I'm not going to read the books. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm not. I'll watch a second season of the anime. I might read a manga here and there. I'm very rarely am I going to read a light novel. Yeah. The only light novels I've read are the the light novels for Your Name and Weathering with You, because I needed to see if there were any hints in there about what goes on after the end of Your Name. Um, but the but yeah, what they said. The only thing I could find is that. You know, there's that, like, stress where she's like, okay, so you're not going to be on the security team and we're not going to be able to, mm -hmm. you know, to, to work together in the future. I think she, the resolution she comes to is that, you know, when you're a train operator, I'm going to be keeping that train safe. That's that's going to be, that's her, her new uh, career goal is to be keeping the train that Takayama works on okay. safe. 
So he can still work security, and he can still work with them, and he can fulfill his dream of being a, a train operator. Gotcha. Um, so you'll be like a train marshal. Now, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna throw out a another another ship like one that you had, the off the wall one, which is not really off the wall apparently if you read the books, but I'll go ahead and throw the ship for Sasha and Iwazumi. Okay. I want Iwazumi to be happy too. Yeah. Sasha was fun. I like Sasha. I mean, my best boy and my best girl getting together. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm happy for him, man. Yeah. Who cares if it's not me? I'm happy for him. Yeah. Okay, so now, now are we done talking about Rare Wars? Yes, we're done talking about Rare Wars. Okay, so watch that's, Unstoppable. That's, <laughs> if anything else, nothing else, watch Unstoppable and Without Dreaming Limited. Uh, so let's talk about your top ten here. We we okay. did my my number ten last week was um, why am I blanking on the name? Ergo Proxy. Yes. Uh, what is your number ten favorite anime so far? Number 10, what I have written down is Samurai Shampoo. Okay. The Shinichiro Watanabe show. Yes. Now, is this your favorite Shinichiro Watanabe show? I would say yes. Okay. I differ. Yeah, I like, I, I like I Cowboy Bebop and Space Dandy better, but that's me. Yeah. So, Samurai Shampoo was kind of one of my earliest ones. Yeah. Um, I think I had watched Cowboy Bebop. But as we both admit, we binge that, and I don't think that's the best way to watch it. So I did not get into it as much as a lot of people do. Yeah. So for me, I think I just like Samurai Shampoo's story better because I think it's a little bit more connected. Um, I like the music to it. I think um, there's a baseball episode. There's a baseball episode. <laughs> but uh, I just felt it kind of connected with me more than the other ones. Yeah. And then you watch Samurai Shampoo by yourself, too. Yeah, I think so, too. yeah. That was that was one of the shows that Full Metal Alchemist slash Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Did you watch both of those by yourself? I think so. This I was I mean this was before I know we, I've watched Brotherhood by myself. This is before we lived together. I know yeah. that much. So um Yeah, but again, it kinda holds a little place yeah. in my heart because it is one of the earliest ones I saw, especially by myself. Yeah. I feel like my my top ten is like, man, these are all things I saw in my formative yeah. anime years. Like some of the stuff that you've added, because you just you just have not seen the sheer amount of no, shows I I've not. seen. You've seen a lot of the same movies that I've seen. Mm-hmm. We watch a lot of anime movies together, but shows it's harder to get you corralled to watch a show yeah. with me. And I just want to keep watching when you're like at work and things. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to hard to get you to watch a full show. But yeah, I feel that same way. It's like man, it's just like is it just nostalgia? Are some of these other shows better? But I don't want to kick off you know or go proxy from my list. I don't want to say anything else yeah. on my list, but. Um, I might have already said some of them. Ooh, Ooh. spoilers! But where did I come, and which ones am I talking about? Um, it's Space Dandy. Yeah, it's Space Dandy. And Cowboy Bebop. Uh, both are. I think I think Cowboy Bebop made the cut. Surely it did. I'd have to look. Surely it did. It's somewhere. Uh, spoilers for the list. Yeah, but where is it coming in at? Ooh. Yeah, it made the list. Okay. It made the list. It didn't make my list. That's fine. I knew it wouldn't because you like Samurai Shampoo better than it. Yep. It's definitely more connected than Cowboy mm-hmm. Bebop, um, so it makes it easier to watch. It's very, it's not, it's not super connected. Though. No, it's, it's just not. like a they have a hey, this is what we're doing, and then here's our adventures along yeah. the way to find the, the samurai that smells like sunflowers. Yeah. Um, whereas Cowboy Bebop is like okay, there's some episodes that kind of hint at stuff mm-hmm. past, and they kind of come back. Towards the end to fruition, but there's a lot of episodes that are just like, okay, this is 
the standalone episode. It's got nothing to do with the overarching story. Yeah. It's not even, you know, like they're on their way to go do something. It's just mm-hmm. they, okay, now we're, now we're hunting down this bounty. That's what we're doing this week. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's basically the wrap on the episode. So let's close it out here. Um, don't forget to, um, you know, follow us on Twitter and tweet at us if you like the show or you can go comment on the YouTube video that we put up same day as the episode. What's our Twitter handle? Our Twitter handle is at anime underscore territory. Um, I, I've been trying to tweet things out there. If I have anime opinions, I stop tweeting them on my own yeah. uh, Twitter. And I, I tweet them on that Twitter and then retweet them on mine <laughs> so that people actually see them. Um, you, I don't think you've contributed to the tweets at all. Nope. I mean, if you want to, you can just tell me to tweet something and I'll okay. do it. Um, or I'll, I'll, I'll tell you to tweet, watch Unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> all right, got it. No, watch Darjeeling <laughs> Limited. Got it. Got it. Um, but you can, or Anime Territory on YouTube as well. You can, you can like us there. You can subscribe to us there. You can comment you know, slurs at us if you want. Who cares? It's the internet. Preferably not. Try to be nice. Yeah, try to be nice. I mean, you can be mean to me, but... If you know any weird titles for enemies, let me know. I'm always looking for... Yeah, I mean, if you've got suggestions for, for weird rule of three things to do, then let's do it. If there's an there's a anime you think we'd like that we've not mentioned, or one that we have mentioned that you want us to cover, you know, let us know. Um, we've got plans for the next two episodes... Which I guess we should talk about what we're doing next episode. Yes, yeah, so next episode we're going to have a camping special. So we're going to be watching Yuru Camp, also known as Laidback Camp, season one. And then we are going to go camping ourselves and, I guess, compare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll talk about our own experiences camping there. Yeah. We, we're not recording this on the camping trip, right? No. That'd be weird, right? Yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah. But we've got some time off from work coming up soon from our day jobs, so we're going to go camping at least a night we'll see how long you can yeah. last um but yeah so that's that's what we'll be covering uh we're something's in the works we might be having a guest on soon maybe um we might be having two guests on soon if it if it works out we might be covering a show longer than than 10 to 13 episodes one of these days too oh. we've got time off work we've got time to binge it's uh, true but uh yeah just hit us up you know, we we really appreciate the few listens that we get. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our last episode was a little bit weaker. I think this one was a little bit stronger. Yeah. So let us know what you like, what you don't like. Um, you have a, have a great day. Yep. See ya. Watch Unstoppable. Hey, Johnny here with an editor's note. Just finished editing the podcast. No lost audio for once. Hurrah, hurrah. Uh, but as a little treat, we started recording our planning sessions. We also started having planning sessions as of this episode. Uh, there's a few jokes in there that we thought, hey, let's let's go ahead and, and throw those at the end of the episode. So uh, enjoy. The most titsy? I don't know. Did say titsy? Ditsy. Okay. She's titsy. She's very ditsy. <laughs> Humans are fucking dead. Leprechauns. <laughs> the only thing I wrote for that entire three episodes was was not expecting leprechauns. <laughs> Magic works better the the less you want to live. <laughs> Imagine that, like in the real world, it's like I'm the best basketball player in the world because I want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, the, the turnaround in the NBA is incredible. <laughs>
<laughs> they last like a week. He's having a real bad night. He must be loving life right now. <laughs> you know, he just had a kid. Oof. <laughs> He's on top of the world. And unfortunately, oh, at the bottom of the rankings. <laughs> Kevin Rand is having a career night. His mom died today. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta bring that up again. Okay. You gotta you gotta you gotta capture lightning in a bottle here. Uh, well, that's why we're recording. <laughs> it's it need be. It need just be. take that truck out. out at the end, yeah. <laughs> and put it next to the titsy bit. <laughs> titsy bit? Yeah, did you say titsy? Oh. 